श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट रीडिंग नेक्टर ऑफ डिवोशन असमरी स्टडी बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभयचरनारविंद भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी श्रीला प्रभुपाद ऑन द बुक ऑफ श्रीला रूपगोस्वामी भक्ति रसामृता सिंधु The following reading is not to be listened out of context in order to avoid confusion or misunderstanding if you haven't been with us all the way. This book began at episode 832, so please approach this chapter in proper sequence for your best interest. Thank you. Jai, so we are starting chapter number 37. Impetuses for Krishna's service The causeless mercy of Krishna the dust of his lotus feet his prasad and association with his devotees are some impetuses toward a devotee's engagement in transcendental loving service to the Lord Krishna exhibited his causeless mercy when He was present at the departure of grandfather Bhishma. During the battle of Kurukshetra, Bhishma Deva, the grandfather of Arjuna, was lying on a bed of arrows before departing from this mortal world. When Lord Krishna, Maharaja Yudhishthira and the other Pandavas approached Bhishma Deva, he was very grateful to krishna and he addressed the brahmana military commander kripacharya thus quote my dear kripacharya just see the wonderful causeless mercy of lord krishna i am the most unfortunate i have no qualification i was opposing krishna's most intimate friend arjuna I even tried to kill him. I have so many disqualifications and yet the Lord is still so kind, so kind that he has come to see me at the last point of my life. He is worshipable by all great sages, but still he is so merciful that he has come to see an abominable person like me unquote sometimes the vibration of krishna's flute his bugling his smiling his footmarks on the ground the transcendental fragrance of his body and the appearance of a new cloud in the sky also become impetuses for ecstatic love of him In the Vidagda Madhava there is the following statement quote When Krishna was playing on his flute Baladev was anxiously Baladev very anxiously declared quote just see how after hearing the transcendental sound of Krishna's flute Indra the king of heaven is crying in his heavenly kingdom and from his 
teardrops falling on the ground, Vrindavan appears to have become a celestial residence for the demigods. Unquote. Ecstatic love for Krishna, which is known as Anubhava, is symptomized by the following signs. One becomes engaged exclusively in the service of the Lord, being attentive to carry out the orders of the Lord faithfully. One becomes undisturbed and non-envious in full transcendental loving service to the Lord. And one makes friendship with the devotees of the Lord, who are situated in faithful service to Him. All of these symptoms are called Anubhava, ecstatic love. Mm -hmm. Jai. This is what we're aiming for, right? We should aspire for that ideal that we become engaged exclusively in the service of the Lord, that we're not serving the Lord and somebody else as well. It's becoming quite popular, not quite popular, but it is in the say sometimes that people worship somebody else as well for some benefit and it's okay no just a little bit but okay at one point you may do that but it's not what we are aspiring for we're aspiring for the exclusive service to the lord and then being attentive to carry out the all orders of the lord faithfully attentive right not that attention is like splashed everywhere and we're just carrying out the Lord's orders because, you know, that's what else can we do? There's no alternative in our life anyway. Yeah, that's wonderful that you don't have any alternatives, but it's also the best when you are putting your entire faith and attention when you're carrying out the orders of the Lord, when you're undisturbed, non-envious in loving service of the Lord. Again, disturbing, being disturbed, being envious, it's a distraction. You just, you're distracted from that loving service of the Lord because you're thinking about other, either other people or some events that are disturbing you. And uh, so, and finally, making friendship with the devotees who are situated in faithful service to Him because sometimes like, I have definitely had that experience that. You know, we're told, we're told, make friendship with devotees, make friendship with devotees, and you make friendship, and then, you know, so many problems come out, and sometimes even your faith can be questioned and uh, even damaged to some extent because our faith is not exactly fully strong yet. Just because you made friendship with devotees, in quote-unquote, devotees, but what kind of devotees are you able to discriminate what devotees are just new devotees what devotees they have just come on the path of devotional service what devotees are actually like it says here 
situated in faithful service to Krishna because you can be situated in service to Krishna but are you situated in the faithful service to Krishna? Those are devotees you want to make friendship with. Not that you know you're like friendship card, free hugs. It's like everybody, anybody, you know, just it's it's also oftentimes um, disguised as um, you know ability to not to be a sadhu. You have to have sadhu's vision. You have to see the good in others. You have to not discriminate and see everybody as a devotee. And you know, even if the person doesn't have any good qualifications, you have to see one tiny thing, and that's, that's great. That's being a sadhu. But it doesn't mean that you make friendship with people who are something other than what Shri Prabhupada mentions here. Like friendship, close friendship, what does it mean? Having the vision of a sadhu and having friendship, two different things, right? So I remember one time, um, Jadvaita Maharaj, he was giving class in the MCS hall for the Russians and uh, he was mentioning the top, I don't, I forget the topic, but I remember my question. I asked him that, you know, sometimes we as devotees are not encouraged to discriminate at all, even though in uh, Nectar of Instruction it says that you become a Madhyam Adhikari when you begin to discriminate. You are indiscriminate among the pool of people surrounding you only when you're a neophyte. And then Jadvata Maharaj, he, he told me, that uh, and that's why you need to associate with devotees to learn how to discriminate and he's like raised his, raised his eyebrows like yeah i'm like yeah and i was like how else are you going to learn so if somebody is tell telling you don't discriminate you just say thank you Hare krishna Hare krishna and you you look for devotees who know how to discriminate <laughs> you know it's like what else can you do you know Everyone, especially nowadays in ISKCON, I understand like, you know, in 90s, like in 90s, early 2000s, even then there were a lot of devotees, I remember, when I was small, when I was a kid, you know, we would come to temple in Begavaya, and there used to be like lots of devotees, and there were, but now, of course, the masthap, mm, the okay, I don't know how to say it exactly in English, but the grandiose, I can say, um, of preaching is so wide and it's like so grand and it's like there's so many devotees and imagine you don't discriminate at all and you make friendship with everybody and it's like or anybody so. <coughs> So at first it's good, but at first it's good to make, you know, but there are, this is, there is an ideal that we aspire for and we are striving for and we are endeavoring towards and that's Anubhava, ecstatic love. So if we want it, if we know that this is the goal, that, you know, it's a milestone, it's one of the, you know, we're supposed to go in that direction, we're supposed to know that this is what we're supposed to do. So. The first symptom of anubhava or engagement in a particular type of service is exemplified by daruka. 
a servant of Krishna who used to fan Krishna with a chamara, a bunch of hair. When he was engaged in such service, he was filled with ecstatic love and the symptoms of ecstatic love became manifest in his body. But Daruka was so serious about his service that he checked all of these manifestations of ecstatic love and considered them hindrances to his engagement. He did not care very much for these manifestations, although they automatically developed. Hmm. In Srimad Bhagavatam 10th Canto, 86th chapter, verse 38, there is a statement of how Shruta Deva, a Brahmana from the country called Mithila in northern India, became so overpowered with joy as soon as he saw Krishna that immediately after bowing to the Lord's lotus feet, he stood up and began to dance, raising his two arms above, above his head. One of the devotees of Lord Krishna once addressed him in this manner, quote, My dear Lord, although you are not a professional dancer, by your dancing you have so astonished us that we can understand that you are personally the master of all dancing. Certainly you have, you must have learned this dancing art directly from the goddess of love." Unquote. When a devotee dances in ecstatic love, there are manifestations of symptoms, which are called sattvika. Sattvika means that they are from the transcendental platform. They are not symptoms of material emotion. They come from the soul proper. Hmm. So this is very important, right? We have emotions. Everybody has emotions. And neglecting material emotions is as good as neglecting material diseases, I would say. You know, I'm not this body, so let the... A boil on my hand explode or, and grow and whatever I don't care I'm not this body hmm? so material diseases material bodily constitution consideration some consideration is there material emotions are there but we are trying to awaken the soul we're trying to awaken the emotions of the soul this is what we're trying to do so anything that encourages us in that direction is something that we're supposed to feel favorable towards, right? Mm -hmm. It's something we're supposed to cultivate. In Srimad Bhagavatam 10th Canto, 85th chapter, verse 30, 38, Shukadeva Goswami tells Maharaja Parikshit, that after surrendering everything unto the lotus feet of Vamanadeva, Bali Maharaj immediately caught hold of the lotus feet of the Lord and pressed them to his heart. Being overwhelmed with joy, he manifested all the symptoms of ecstatic love with tears in his eyes and a faltering voice.
Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.